It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here, along with our MLB.com Nationals reporter, Jamal Collier. First podcast of 2017. Jamal, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Tim. Seems like a fitting way to start off the new year as far as the podcast go with a New Year's resolution. So I'm curious what the Nationals' New Year's resolution should be. In other words, what is something they should be committed to doing in 2017 to make this a successful season and obviously a return to the postseason and hopefully finally a World Series for the Washington Nationals? What is the best resolution the Nationals can kind of commit to right now? Yeah, and I think that's just it, that the Nationals kind of number one goal and resolution coming out of this year is, is to make that kind of elusive deep playoff run. Um, and, you know, they've had obviously these three division titles in the last couple of years. They've all come on even years. Then they've kind of had some kind of odd year letdown. Um, so getting off to a good start would be one way to, to kind of prevent that and, and really just being focused on doing whatever it takes necessarily. When they made the trade for Adam Eaton and unload the guys that they uh, unloaded the prospects, um, they kind of put themselves all in. I think that's probably the biggest one is to kind of stay all in and to become at the trade deadline where you really need one more piece to not be hesitant to pull the trigger on that piece to, to uh, you know, to, to kind of just make sure you line everything up here that you have a team that's ready to, to be, whether it be finding close in the next couple of months and uh, this next month and a half or so uh, before spring training and uh, have a team that's ready to go into the season and, and compete for the division title and get into the playoffs and then get over that hump uh, this year. So I would I would kind of say for the Nats, it's kind of all uh, focus and all systems go to make sure that you uh, don't have the same ending that you've had here necessarily in odd years where you kind of missed out in the playoffs or where you make the playoffs and then kind of have an early exit. Um, I would say to really just be kind of focused on on building this team for into a, a, a real power here, a team that should be one of the favorites in the National League this year. Uh, Dusty Baker, when he was brought in a year ago, Jamal, it was a short, just a two-year deal for Dusty. Obviously, uh, uh, he's no spring chicken at this point. Dusty, uh, soon to be 68 years old. But there is talk now that the team and uh, the manager may be working towards an extension, obviously entering the final year of that two-year deal. Baker had a lot of success in his first season with the Nationals, so this makes a lot of sense. How long do you think he wants to manage as he gets older in life? He kind of approached the subject uh, back at the winter meetings last month, um, and he he doesn't seem like he's necessarily slowing down, as in like he feels like it's going to be his last year. Um, you know, he, he, he kind of uh, mentioned that he's one of the oldest managers in baseball. He kind of hates that that that, that fact is always kind of attached to his name. Because I don't think he truly feels that he, he does have uh, multiple years left if it, if he comes down to it. Um, now, Dusty's also a kind of guy who, if, if, if things go really well and maybe the next year or two and they win a World Series and he kind of gets things done, and maybe he'd be comfortable walking away as well. Um, but I don't think he's necessarily ready to go out. The most, they were very happy with him last year in the job that he did. He was very happy in D.C., called it uh, his favorite job since he was in San Francisco. 
Uh, so, you know, he just really is, is, is uh, it's kind of been a perfect fit so far. And I would think that um, it makes a whole lot of sense for him to try to figure out something in the next six weeks or even in the spring training to kind of get him uh, some kind of extension so you're not necessarily just playing on one more year uh, and just kind of the, the troubles that that could, could potentially, you know, give, give this team. But, um, yeah, I think Dusty is going to, uh, they'll figure something out here. They they don't. He didn't seem to be in much of a rush necessarily. Says it'll come when it comes. At, at this point, last month, uh, and the Nationals at this point haven't really aggressively necessarily uh, initiated contact with him yet either, as far as getting this done. So I think it's something that we could see done, if not in the next couple of weeks, maybe early on in spring training, um, for them to kind of get this shored up. But as far as right now goes, both sides are happy with the way things are going. Uh, they 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 like each other. So I would I would assume that Dusty is. Uh, going to be around here at least for the next couple seasons it's interesting that dusty has obviously had success everywhere he's been you mentioned san francisco cincinnati as well going to the postseason but if there's yeah. one complaint against dusty it's that he hasn't won a world series and obviously the nationals are a team that's had success and hasn't won a world series so in that sense uh the club's legacy and dusty's legacy kind of aligned here and that if he can finally accomplish that thing it'll obviously be great for the city as well but it's interesting the symmetry there between the nationals and dusty baker yeah i mean it's, it's a good point that you know both uh obviously the nationals as a franchise haven't been around as long at least in dc as long but um to just have the the, the kind of close calls that they've had uh and the close calls that dusty's had and and both these guys are, are kind of right there so they were for a lot of reasons a perfect fit um, about a, you know they got a lot of players who uh, have a lot of star power. Dusty's of course managed stars before. Uh, they're right on the cusp, kind of of, of knocking on that door. So um, you know it was really a, like you said the, the fit was just kind of perfect last year for them. The players loved him. They uh, to a man you know kind of raved about just the way uh, he just allows them to be themselves and kind of just relax in that clubhouse. And it's, it's, it's so tough to really you know put a finger on how much a manager. Uh, impacts a team or exactly what, you know, how much better Dusty make them or, or whatever. But, um, you know, one thing I can say is that, that, that they like him and they like playing for him. And uh, it's a good situation for him as well. He was a guy, obviously, you know, because of his age and because he probably has not got, got a uh, number of years necessarily to you know, stay in the game. Um, that was a good for him. There was a team that was ready to win and had veterans that had stars that could, he had to kind of put him in the right place uh, and kind of not mess things up <laughs> necessarily. And, and he, uh, you know, they did a good job coming off of that too. So really, like you said, both sides, um, it, it just it makes a lot of sense. And you would, I would be shocked at this point to see them kind of go and and and, and link, have this thing linger on and kind of turn into more of a story, more of a thing that it, it is already. Um, so just watch why I think they will at some point here before April uh, get this thing kind of settled up. The amazing thing about Dusty is that we mentioned his age, but he's still that player's manager. The players still yeah. love him. He's never lost touch with the players and, and throughout his career, and that's really what Yeah, and he ain't slowing down either. I'm yeah. sure being on the road with him. I mean, <laughs> it, it, there's probably not a – I think a, a GM Mike Rizzo kind of compared it to, like, traveling with Elvis. That's just a guy who, uh, you know, no matter where he goes, he's got so many people he knows, so many things he wants to do, and people to see it and everything. So Dusty is uh, – Still dusty from where he was, you know, a decade or so ago in San Francisco or Chicago or wherever. Awesome stuff. All right. Uh, you look at this team and, and what still needs to get done before the start of spring training. And, and really the biggest hole continues to be the same thing that it was uh, when the yeah. when the offseason started. And that is the closer position in that bullpen. And 
The Nationals have tried really hard to fill that hole. They haven't been able to do it yet. What are the options at this point, Jamal? Yeah, I mean, the last couple of weeks, obviously, baseball, the hot stove has kind of cooled off a little bit just uh, around the entire league, as a matter of fact. And, um, you know, same with the Nationals. They're kind of in a similar position to where they were coming out of the winter meetings. Um, and once Kenley Jansen had signed, where you know, they kind of took their shot at the big guys, the, the, the Chapman, the Jansen, Melanson, and uh, those guys obviously went elsewhere. So uh, they're going they're looking at the, the guys, of course, in that secondary market, the names we've all heard, uh, and Dave Robertson or Colome or, or, or whomever those guys might be, uh, potentially Greg Collins, a free agent. But, um, you know, I think you're, right now it's kind of just weighing your options and seeing exactly – you know, do, do you feel comfortable and starting with somebody in-house? And that's just kind of the biggest question I think right now is that uh, if they think they have somebody in, in-house that can fill that role better than, you know, some of the quote-unquote second-tier options out there, I think that they'll, they'll go for it and kind of go into some kind of open tryout or something in spring training. Um, but that's the biggest question now. They have to kind of figure out exactly how these pieces fit together. And it's like you said, it was their biggest hole coming into the offseason. Uh, and they haven't been able to fix it just yet. So you think that that's going to be what a lot of the focus is for the next couple of weeks. Is there any thought that if they can't get something done to, to kind of bring somebody in at this point, that this team's good enough that you can go into the season uh, with those internal options? And then if you're in the race in July, maybe then you can pull the trigger on, on a better option late in the game? I think so. Um, I think they would prefer to have somebody who just has some experience because, we, you know, like we talked about uh, earlier in this podcast, that they are going to be in on this season. And, and the, the goal, you know, is I think David Johnson made the World Series or bust, you know, uh, uh, phrase famous a couple of years ago with them. But, I mean, that's pretty much where they are at this point. And, and to start maybe that kind of year with an inexperienced closer, a guy who's never done it before, um, is probably not ideal for them. But, uh, personally, I think that that's definitely the route, the route that they should go at this point. Um, just with the, the guys they have, you know, the names we mentioned, John Kelly, and I've been a, a big kind of uh, proponent for him to get the job or just to have a shot for the job at least because you know his his strikeouts to walk and, and whip numbers and everything were kind of right up there with some of the best relief pitchers in the game last year. And um, you know, I, I think they've got the options in house that that can do it. Uh, and you kind of look at and every year I feel like that there's somewhere around the all-star break or in middle of the season, we're looking up when there's like 10 relievers that are having these like great years. And we're like, who is this guy? <laughs> so there's just always inevitably somebody that's available, somebody on a team that um, falls out of the race early. They're willing to move. I mean, they're just, there's going to be some kind of options out there um, that I think that they uh, are come, becoming more and more, you know, uh, reserved that that idea could happen and they may have to have no choice to do it. But um, I personally think they have the, the tools in-house that it, that comes down to, and they really don't um, have another guy that they really feel strongly about acquiring, that they should be all right. Great stuff, Jamal. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Nationals edition for Jamal Collier. I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.